Today, a former Major League Baseball player fires back at a woman who accused him of sexual assault, and he comes, I'll say, bearing receipts. The House of Representatives mulls over the idea of firing Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House, and Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to gun charges. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, former Major League Baseball pitcher Trevor Bauer is speaking out after concluding a years-long legal battle regarding sexual assault allegations. In June of 2021, Bauer, an L.A. Dodger at the time, was accused of sexual assault by a woman named Lindsay Hill. Now, Bauer admitted the two had rough sex, and that included punching and choking, but maintained the encounters were totally consensual. In fact, he was so adamant about his innocence at the time that he sued Hill for defamation. Well, that case has now concluded, and here is what Trevor Bauer says is the full story. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal, she asked another, in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer? Take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. You better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. Uh, then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50000 Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, in August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. Uh, and now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021. After hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request for a domestic violence restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. As I've said from day one, I never sexually assaulted Lindsay Hill, or anyone else for that matter. Uh, so I sued her, which prompted her to countersue me. Quite frankly, regardless of the outcome in court, I've paid significantly more in legal fees than Lindsay Hill could ever pay me in her entire life. Uh, and I knew that would be the case going in. But the lawsuit was never about the money for me. It was the only way for me to obtain critical information to clear my name. Uh, the discovery process in that lawsuit recently concluded, at which point uh, Lindsay Hill's legal team again came to us with another proposal to resolve the case. Uh, this time, however, they weren't seeking any money from me. Having received uh, much of the information that had been hidden from us, uh, a small portion of which I've referenced here, um, I was willing to agree to the terms proposed. Both parties would drop their respective lawsuits, and neither of us would pay either side any money. Um, I also retained my right to speak publicly about the case, something I have not been at liberty to do since June of 2021. So, as of today, both lawsuits have been settled. 
Now, over the last two years, I've been forced to defend my integrity uh, and my reputation in a very public setting. But hopefully this is the last time I have to do so, as I'd prefer to just remain focused on doing my job, uh, winning baseball games and entertaining fans around the world. So today, I'm happy to be moving on with my life. But believe all women, right? This man arguably lost his livelihood over these allegations. He served a suspension in the major league, uh, major league, and then he had to be play in Japan. He had to be forced to play in Japan. I say there need to be strong, strong false reporting laws in all 50 states. The punishment for falsely accusing someone of something as serious as sexual assault should be just as harsh as the sentence for the sexual assault they claim took place. I mean, you have someone who cooked up this plan, this clout-chasing degenerate who cooked up this plan, who had nothing better to do, couldn't make money of her own, and she decided to ruin someone's life to steal his hard-earned money. I strongly believe that these laws need to be enacted because you are not just ruining that man's career. You are minimizing and diminishing every single credible allegation out there. This type of conniving, manipulative, sociopathic behavior is why people don't actually believe women who have been sexually assaulted, who have actually been raped. And it's why women who actually have been raped and assaulted don't want to go public because they're afraid they're not going to be believed because of stupid, stupid manipulations like this one. But that's just my opinion. We'll see what the others have to say. Joining me now is Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV. Um, I am, it is appalling to see what this man went through for years of his life. He couldn't even defend his own integrity. And you read these text messages of this chick just like, oh, I, I found my next victim. Mm -hmm. Gonna have to have him choke me out. Got my hooks in. Got my hooks in. I mean, it, it is, it's just that cavalier to these women to just, mm, well, I mean, who cares about his life? I mean, I'm going to get rich. But you see one text thread like that from a man to a woman saying, I got my hooks in I, for whatever reason, to marry into the family or make it to Martha's Vineyard or whatever, and it would be disaster. The man, yeah. the man would be ostracized. You know, every single day, there's not a day that goes by, Sarah, that we do not speak to our organization, women who've been sexually abused, mm -hmm. manipulated, trafficked. Just left my office 25 minutes ago on the phone with a woman with six children, all six being trafficked by her former, her former father and her, and her husband, right? You know how difficult it is to get women who have actually been right. assaulted to speak up mm -hmm. because of this crap, because mm -hmm. of bimbos like this. Now, Trevor, you say it's not going to happen again. It will not happen again if you actually make better choices. Okay, don't fall mm -hmm. for these girls who walk in telling you day one that they're all about themselves and they're all about attention. They are not marriage material and they do not deserve your time, especially in a time like this where sex crimes are so prevalent and the penalties for those who actually are found guilty is very harsh. Yeah. It should flip the other yes. way. Yes. Yes. 100%. And I'm talking about years. Yes. Me too. In 15 years. You cannot frame a guy. It's just, this is literally like conspiracy. It's, frame, it's hijacking a guy's life. Yes. Right? You are ruining his life. Right. The same way that if you were raped, that would be ruining your life, yes. right? You are yes. ruining someone's life either way, either side of the coin. Technically, she raped. Technically, technically, I could make the argument that she went into it with a different intent. Mm -hmm. That she led him, she coerced him, she defrauded him, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. She bribed him. Right. She misled the dude. Right now, you could say, well, yeah, okay. And he's not claiming that. But I would just say her intent going in, and it's probably not the first time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I have it on good authority. And it won't be the last because she didn't even get a slap on the wrist. Well, I have it on good authority. I'll just say I know someone who uh, she is still apparently sliding into men's DMs. So, no, I don't think that she has learned her lesson. I would hope that men do the Google before responding to her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking about, so let's say whatever, whatever the, the, the sentence is for rape, that same sentence should yeah. apply to a woman who yeah. you can prove very clearly like falsely this. accuses, yes, like this, who very clearly falsely accuses a man of rape, or, or the other way around. A man who accuses a woman, yeah. which is more difficult to do, but still happens. How has she not been arrested? Yeah, exactly, Pat. How is that possible? Exactly, Pat. Um, uh, I mean, this is fraudulent. You ruined two years of a man's life. He got drummed out of Major League Baseball because mm-hmm. of this thing and had to play in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that cost his career big time. Two years that he can't get back. There's no way you can make him whole for that now. You, you, two years of his, of his life in stress yep. and worry and people thinking terrible things about what a scumbag he is. And, you know, th- this should really be a wake-up call to uh, people everywhere, men, women, whoever, about a promiscuous life- lifestyle. You just, this is just not the time for that anymore. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be very very careful. And she asked her friend on, on the text, uh, you know how I roll. Right. So, yeah, this is obviously not the first time she's done it. It's really shocking that not, there's apparently no consequences for her other than, I read yesterday, for some reason, her insurance company paid her three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. What was that about? Her insurance company. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. very yeah. Which is well, really well, weird. I thought it was. They too. know. They know how to run it now, and it speaks to culture. You know, Sarah's in our film Sex Nation, and we talk about co- the cultural, you know, deprived nature of culture. Now, think about this: How many girls like her? There's a thing called SBU, mm-hmm. Sugar Baby University. And it's girls on campuses around this country that sign up for SBU, that on the weekends, they go with a sugar daddy, right? And they get their hooks in, and he makes promises to pay off school debt, to send them on trips. It's a Mm. cultural thing where these girls are now raised and bred to have high body count, Mm. you know, because idiots are telling them that that's some sort of an accomplishment. And they plan this. They, like, have a target like a predator, yeah. They are predatory. Are she is yeah. a predator. Yes. That is a predator. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. no doubt about it. It's to the point where guys like Trevor Bauer need to get permission on, uh, like, their iPhone. Yeah, no Record kidding. it. Yeah. Yes. And have it for posterity. Uh, and make sure, have them sign yeah, something. If you're going to do this, uh-huh. you know, make sure you've yeah. covered yourself. And Major League Baseball need to make right with this guy. That's yeah. what that, I was That woke, right. sorry. No, go I ahead. Don't. That woke organization that loves to go all trance and flags right. and all your crap. Yeah. You better come out publicly and make right with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow. Back because, yeah. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, he was suspended. Send him to Japan for crying out loud. Well, I, I also think, so to that point, I also think that, I mean, there needs to be full redrawing of um, what these policies are for all of these leagues, for the NFL, yeah. for Major League Baseball, for, I mean, practically any male athlete that's out there. Is the accusation enough? Right. To end their career. Right. I mean, I would we even say I would even that. say to be suspended. Right. Why are you suspending someone based off of an allegation? It's nuts. 
it's totally nuts, especially when you know that these men are going to continue to be targets mm-hmm. for gold digging women like this one who think that they can get in on a quick mill, you know? And so I was just like, why are we still punishing these men and then expecting them to not be resentful towards women? Right. When this is what they're faced with. I mean, can you imagine? This guy is going to be affected for the rest of his oh, yeah. life with yeah. any relationship no that he's in. Yeah. He is going to be worried in the back of his mind that some chick is trying to screw him over. And, and so he many, didn't deserve any of it. So many people will say, oh, so what? He's worth $51 million. No. Right. That has nothing no, to do with human being. He's a human being, and yeah. he's going to get married one day. And in the back of his head, is she going to cheat on me? Right. Is she here for the right reason? Yep. But can I just say something else? With this phenomenon of the Shador Sanders and these quarterbacks in college, college, with all the crap that happens in college, now earning three, four, five million a year in college. Think Mm -hmm. about how many of these young bimbos are going to come to the college halls and say, let's go hunt some some collegiate players because they're rolling up in a Maybach. And, you know, this is... Yeah. That's a great point. This is not good. That's a great point. I mean, I understand innocent until proven guilty is only in the court of law. It's not in the court of public opinion, but... Oh, they ostracize the guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have to be... Because of the way that news travels and rumors travel these days with social media and everything else out there, like, we have to readjust the policies of these organizations. I understand they're private companies. I'm just saying, if you care about your players at all, I mean, these players are going through hell. I realize they're getting paid for it. But, like, it's not easy work being in Major League Baseball. It's not easy work being in the NFL. You've got to be in prime condition. You've got to practice. You've got to dedicate your life to it. It was my career sport. You don't have a life. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're dedicating their lives to this. 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. It is every day. It's commitment at a level that people don't understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't even imagine. And then to have your own league, you've dedicated all of the all of these hours, all of these all of this time to them, and they're just like, yeah, no, you're suspended because some random chick accused you of something with no evidence. Um, and actually, evidence to the contrary is just really sick. By the way, just as a quick aside, and I know we got to take a break, um, I thought that his composure during that video was absolutely Amazing. phenomenal. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yes. I mean, he even he looked like it's I'm sure he was happy was really to get done with it, to be done with it, but like, yeah. I would have, you guys know me, I would have had a much different tone yeah, if yeah, I had just yeah. gone through me that. Too. Well, he me probably too. got really good PR counsel too, saying, hey, you're on the up here, you're, right. you're just, yeah. right, 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 go low and, yeah, but I mean, good, good on him, good on you, um, and you deserve so much more than a, an apology, Trevor, but. Don't hold your breath for one. Um, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. So, uh, My Patriot Supply is there for those of you who I don't know. You might be looking around and thinking like, maybe the unthinkable is going to happen soon. Maybe with Joe Biden at the helm of things and promising that we're never going to stop uh, funding Ukraine and getting involved in their war. May- Maybe there's going to be an emergency somewhere down the pike. That is why I say it's smart to invest in emergency food. You can do that with my Patriot Supply. They've got a 25-year shelf life for all of their kits. It comes with, all the food kits come with 2,000 plus calories per day. Uh, They've got breakfast, lunches, dinners, whatever you need. But the point of emergency food is that you buy it now. You don't wait until the emergency because then you're SOL. And let me tell you, if you're my neighbor and you come knocking at my door and you're like, hey, do you have any emergency food? I'm telling you no, because you should have gone to preparewithnews.com to go get your emergency food kits. I'm telling you, go do it today. Preparewithnews.com. You'll save 25% on the three-month emergency food kit. Preparewithnews.com. 
gonna let the audience in on a little bit of uh, movie magic here. So we actually had to tape the show out of order today because we kept waiting for the vote on whether or not the motion to vacate uh, the speakership was going to go through. We were like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? We kept waiting, we kept waiting, we kept delaying it. Well, now we, we're coming back and flipping this to tell you that um, Kevin McCarthy has been ousted as speaker. The speakership is now vacant. Um, Matt Gates's uh, motion to vacate the speakership has actually gone through, and it was a vote of 216 to 210. Let me give you the eight Republicans who voted against Speaker McCarthy. This is Matt Gates, of course. Uh, Good, Buck, Mace, Rosendale, Burchett, Biggs, and Crane. Again, this is literally, I'm reading this from Charlie Kirk's Twitter. This is that literally is happening in real time as we're taping this. So we don't have all of the information yet. Um, But this is wild. I want to play Matt Gates earlier today trying to persuade his colleagues, which I guess he did a pretty good job of, uh, trying to vote to vacate uh, the, the speakership watch. Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think 33 trillion in debt is chaos. So it's been fascinating to watch people, all I would say conservatives, who I truly believe are conservative, um, someone like Chip Roy, who has, I think has done a great job, um, has held Democrats' feet to the fire, has also held Republicans' feet to the fire, um, has done a lot to try and reduce spending. And he voted against the motion to vacate. Now, um, I know that his position was, look, he's not done the best job, but he's what we have right now, and we shouldn't you know, remove him in the, as if this is a football game. We shouldn't remove the quarterback in the, or the coach in the fourth quarter. And I get that. And I, I respect that position from people who I think have um, enough credibility to make that claim. But I also think if there's no accountability for the speaker who promised to you know, do things like v- drastically reduce spending, cut spending, and then later on comes to this BS agreement with the Democrats, someone who seems to put Ukrainian interests above our own American interests. I saw one of his comms people tweeting out today like, Matt Gates is disrupting all of this and Kevin McCarthy wants to get back to protecting the border. I'm like, what the hell has Kevin McCarthy done in two and a half years to protect the border? He hasn't done jack until now all of it. Sorry, he hasn't done anything until now all of a sudden the optics are against him and he's like, oh, I need to get back to protecting the border. What the hell have you done? No, nothing. Zero, you're nothing. sending, you're voting to send all of our money to Ukraine. You're pushing the rest of the House members to sign on to these BS spending bills and you didn't follow through with what you said you were going to do. So if there's not accountability now, then when? You know, this is going to send, sh- there's shockwaves. We just texted a House member yeah. real time. There's shockwaves going through that House and good. Because it's wake up time. You've lied to all, 
most of them have lied to their constituents. I'm going to go do this. When I get there, I'm going to do this. And then they do not. And they should now know you better. This is time in this country where when you tell someone your yes better be your yes and you know you know at your own peril if that if that's the case you've got to go do what you said you're going to go do and so this is going to send shockwaves i'd like to see a chip roy in that seat because chip will 100 yes. percent focus on the border yeah he will he will absolutely a jim jordan would be great mm-hmm. he's of sound mind but a, but chip is a bulldog and and he will at the minimum Stop the bleeding at the border and what we're doing there, or at least push to help it stop. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll talk next week about who's it going to be. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish I could have. I wish they could have verbally communicated that plan before yeah, voting be to nice. house. Ten- you know what I mean? Like yeah. I. I, I I would have preferred a plan of attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I obviously think that giving consequences for a do-nothing rhino Republican is a good thing, but I also kind of want to know what the next plan is. Yeah, because we could get somebody worse. Right. Which I don't want to see. Right. Um, so Chip Roy, Jim Jordan, uh, Donalds, there, there are some alternatives that would be really good. Just a really strong, I can't remember the last time there was a really strong conservative as Speaker of the House. We've had to settle every time. Mm-hmm. Or it's been somebody terrible like Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we deserve somebody really strong. Yeah, we don't need more vanilla. We, none of no that. No vanilla. We need somebody to come in there and yep. start swinging a hammer. And I'm somebody right. who's going to assert the powers that belong yes. with the Congress. Mm-hmm. Like the power of the purse string. Yes. Shut off the spigot for Ukraine. Yes. That's thing one. Uh, fund the protection of our own border. That's really important. We've got to do that. Yeah. And there, if you just put some McCarthyite in there, uh, we're going to get the same garbage that we've had. Yeah, I feel like, so let's talk about um, deal breakers. So for me, a deal breaker would be if you wear a Ukraine flag pocket square. Yes. Or a U- Ukraine flag I mean. pin. Yes. It's a deal breaker for yeah. me. Which Kevin yes. McCarthy frequently did. Yep. I just saw Lindsey Graham on some, I don't know, oh, mainstream geez, media Lindsay. morning show the other day. And he oh. was wearing, it wasn't just a Ukrainian pin. It was a Ukrainian, it was like the joining of yes. an American flag yeah, and the Ukrainian, Ukrainian flag He together. is so into it. He should go there and get on the front oh, lines. Oh, yeah. So into yeah. it. Well, he then really go should. fight that freaking run war. for office All in right? Ukraine. The only flag we could ever join like that is the Israeli flag. There's no other flag our nation should ever join with like that. And it's a complete, it's, it's diabolical. I know President Trump was not in favor of this happening today. Because look, it does disrupt some things. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I think this is, you know, getting someone now, reserving, reserving my thought here, saying hopefully yeah. we get someone strong, right? Yeah. Yeah. That could actually lead the House into a Trump mm-hmm. nominee and actually go do something. You know, because when Trump does take the White House... We better have a house that's power. Yeah. Well, yes. you got to keep the house. Because yes. again, if not now, then when? Kevin McCarthy right. just came to the table with the Democrats to, again, pass some BS temporary stopgap, kick the can further down the road, not actually stand strong, hold to your guns and say, I'm not budging. You guys have to come to the table. We're the ones in power. 
Mm-hmm. We're the ones who hold all of the chips. So if you guys don't come to the table, then I guess the government's shutting down and that's on you. And so often we have these squishy grimy rhino Republicans who are like, but the Democrats are going to say that the government shutdown is our fault and we don't want that. And then they just cave. So then what what is the point in Mm. being in power if you are not going to wield that power to get your agendas passed? Yeah. There's why, there's that's no why point. 19 held out when he was nominated in the first place, right? It's why so many said, hey, this guy doesn't have the moxie. But remember, the, if President Trump becomes the next president, right, the first day he walks into the White House, he better have a house that will swing for the fences because mm-hmm. he's going to be under so much attack. You don't need a McCarthy yeah. in that moment that will play nice, yeah. negotiate with Biden, and stab Trump in the back. Mm-hmm. Well, look yeah. what happened last time. Uh, they they promised over and over and over they were going to do something about Obamacare. Right, right. First chance they did, they had, they didn't. Nothing. They did nothing. Nothing, nothing. They voted, I think it was 54 times before they had the power to actually end Obamacare. In these ceremonial, uh, pretend little non-binding votes. Right. Then when it was real, when it was the actual thing, they didn't do anything. Yeah. And we just can't have that happen again. We can't. Um, All right. Well, we'll keep you posted on the latest as it comes out. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but we want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So if you have odors in your home that you can't get rid of, I know this personally because not only do I have a zoo, but now we have like a family of skunks that live behind our backyard that uh, have hit our dogs a couple times. So I know what it's like when you can't get rid of odors in your house. Uh, Maybe yours is from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, whatever the case may be. You need a thunderstorm air purifier. It starts working in seconds to clear the room of any odor. And I do mean any because I would argue that Skunks are literally the worst smell ever. They stick in the air. But with our thunderstorm air purifier, we were able to get it out. And there's no costly filler filters to replace it. It just it works with this O3 technology. You don't have to keep replacing any sort of filter. Um, so I highly suggest that you guys go over to their website. Uh, this week, they've got a great deal for you. You can save $200 on three thunderstorms for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200 if you go to EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Sarah. That is EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Sarah. Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty uh, earlier today to three federal firearms charges filed after, of course, you know, we've been following his story. He had the earlier deal that just imploded right before his very crack-addled eyes. Uh, I'm sure he was very disappointed to hear that uh, his sweetheart plea deal, the judge was like, "Mm, this doesn't really fly with me. And now his defense team was like, actually, we're still just abiding by the plea deal because we think that that's still an official thing. Well, it wasn't. But Hunter Biden has chosen to plead not guilty. Now, um, it's three counts. Um, Obviously, one of them was lying on uh, the form, the ATF form, about his drug use. Um, And he could face up to 25 years in prison if convicted, which I'm not holding my breath that he's going to be. But a girl can dream, right? (laughs) You should. Right? You should. I mean, it's not for nothing that the judge that, you know, was reviewing all the plea deal stuff said, no, you you, I'm not you can't do that. This is this is unprecedented. It's not going to fly. And then that prompted, you know, special counsel David Weiss to go back to the drawing board. And so I'm just saying 
If there were ever a time where something might happen, you would think that it would be when all eyes are on them to do the right thing. Now, again, I still don't hold out hope that they will. But uh, Hunter Biden, by the way, um, I read earlier this week or last week that Hunter Biden had requested to appear at this court hearing um, via Zoom because he didn't want to make the trip. And the judge denied that request. So that's good. Nice. No, it's nice. It, it, it reminds me, I don't know why for some reason, but it reminds me of just, just like parapisu, right? Par for course. Whatever, whatever would happen for a normal citizen yeah. should happen to Hunter. When yeah. you lie on that ATF, on that form, yeah. yep. the, the, yeah. let's take all the other fluff away, mm-hmm. but it won't. It's kind of like a Martha Stewart situation. Martha insider trading and Martha gets a slap on the wrist. She gets some house arrest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if something does happen to him, any, any consequence, I, I'm telling you it'll be something like that. A, a sentence with a reduced time to serve and he gets to serve it at home with an ankle bracelet and house arrest. It'll be something like that. Will you go, oh, which other American under those charges get that treatment? Right. And we'll go, nobody. And they will go, but, I mean, he, we, we convicted him and it'll be something like that. It's not going to be behind right. bars right. in a right. jumpsuit. Where he needs to go wheel and deal for his crack <laughs> with some of the guys from the gang. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what should happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows it, but everybody also knows it's not going to. Mm-hmm. Look how cynical we are. There's not a one of us that believes anything is going to come of this. I mean, you can charge him uh, with every, every felony under the sun, and I don't think anything's going to stick. Uh, I, just, I just really believe he's going to. He's going to skate. I, I doubt he'll even have an ankle bracelet. I don't, think, I don't think anything happens. But if, if you were to carry, or let's just say Johnny, that's, that's outside the building, were to carry cocaine into the White House, okay, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. would happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you think? Something would happen. Something yeah. would happen. Yes. If you lie on these forms. Something God, would happen. Something would happen. <coughs> and yep. we're sitting here and we go, nothing has happened. And, and yeah, it's cynical, and and but we're just looking at their history. Mm-hmm. About this. Look at the laptop. I mean, yeah, everything, the, laptop, the, the money, Burisma, everything. I mean, the, just, I mean, how much is not on this guy? I mean, it's just yeah. so. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, especially when it's, it just makes it, it compounds it, I think, um, when you're talking about an administration who claims to be so tough on anything related to guns. Yeah. Right. Like they're they're the ones who are tough on and they want to they want to enact all of these policy changes to make people safer when it comes to guns. But they're not going to take seriously a man who lied on his form to purchase a firearm. If there's any administration to take it seriously, it should be the Biden administration. Um, Okay, all right. I want to get to one more quick story before we have to go. So uh, Jamal Bowman is now accusing House Republicans of harboring Nazi members to distract from his alarm scandal. So this is from his office, okay? Mm-hmm. These are talking points that were designed for Democrats to, you know, basically run cover for Representative Jamal Bowman, which I think was just like, he didn't know what the red box was that said pull down for emergencies only. And also Republicans are Nazis. So it says he was just trying to do his job, which I don't think the job requirement of a Congress member is to pull the fire alarm uh, when they're about oh, to. I think that was his job for that day. Well, that's fair. He stopped that's the election. Fair. He that's was doing point. his job. That's a good point. He was doing his insider job. Yeah. Uh, and they said that, um, that 
Republican outrage is meant to distract from January 6th in insurrectionists, uh, blame confusing signs in the House office building for the incident. And they're like, he was just in a rush, you know, all of these talking points. So one of them was, I believe Congressman Bowen, when he says, Bowman, when he says this was an accident, Republicans need to instead focus their energy on the Nazi members of their party before anything else. Here's another one for you. There are multiple insurrectionist supporters in Congress and more who supported a coup and support Trump's big lie. That's what they should be focused on. Instead, their focus on Representative Bowman is an attempt to minimize January 6th. And more, and more, and more, and more, and more. Um, but didn't go over well that uh, they called Republicans Nazis, which is surprising because I would have thought that they would have just been like, Jamal Bowman would have been like, yeah, that's what I said. So instead, he tweeted out, I just became aware that in our messaging guidance, there was inappropriate use of the term Nazi without my consent. Mm -hmm. I condemn the use of the term Nazi out of its precise definition. It is important to specify the term Nazi to refer to members of the Nazi party and neo-Nazis. I'm shocked that he made that statement. Yeah, me too. You got you to gotta wonder what, what was going on behind the scenes that made him do that. Some quick retraction, you know, but some heat. Uh, uh, Look, it's such a mess. I, there are times, though, that they show color that they themselves don't quite have a handle on it as, as much as we think they do. Look, they are, they are a, a, a one-mind think tank, and they are on script, and they stay on script, and it is predicated to them. But there are times when there's a little bit of a wobble in the system like this, you know, where you can see some of them want to break rank, pull... And then they just quickly probably will slap him back in line here in the next mm -hmm. couple of days. They'll go, hey, what was that tweet? We didn't authorize yeah. that whatever messaging. You know? So it's interesting. Um, I, I just think don't let these things go. We need to press harder on these things. Mm -hmm. We get off it too quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, he did this and then we move on. It's like, no, they don't do that. They bite like a pit bull and they yep. don't let go. Yeah. They'll sing that song. So we should sing the song anytime the Second Amendment comes up. We should say, excuse me, Hunter Biden lied on his forms. Just you want you, who's the stricter gun laws for this kind of thing? Hey, it, this is meddling. He's, he's trying to throw, you know, a vote. We mm -hmm. should bite in and stay on it and not let it just fizzle. Yeah. And remind everybody that September 30th was the day democracy almost died again. Yes. Again, it happened a second time, and it was Democrats trying to make it happen. And one thing after another, they tried so desperately to stop the vote so that they could shut down the government and blame it on the Republicans. Oh, my gosh, they wanted that so badly. They could taste it, and they would do anything to make it happen. And it didn't work out for them. So they're really pissed now. They're having a temper tantrum. Mm -hmm. And Republicans are Nazis, and we're trying to diminish January 6th. I don't know if you can diminish it any more than it already Was. has been. <laughs> Come on. It's like, it's so I mean, asinine that if, we're still talking about it. If by diminish you mean just show actual footage of what really happened, yeah, right. then sure. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yes. Um, all right, we got uh, to take a break. We'll be back with more. A left-wing Philadelphia journalist who uh, mocked people who had concern over rising crime in not just Philadelphia, but Democrat-run cities, was shot to death in his home. He was shot seven times. This is Josh Kruger, 
shot seven times after someone entered his home, shot him at the base of the stairs and fled. And he was taken to the hospital where he died just before 2.15 a.m. Now, I want to be very clear here. Um, I don't I'm not mocking him, I, but I think that it's important to point out that this is a very real problem in Democrat run cities in inner cities. And it's a problem that should not actually be mocked by anyone, including Josh Kruger, who previously had said things, tweeted things like, look, it's that lawless land of liberals in Philly where shootings are dot, 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 dropping to levels not seen in years. Uh, there was another one that he said, some idiot just said you're more likely to get shot and killed than die of COVID in Philly to make some insensitive rhetorical point for, quote, his side. Folks, four times as many Philadelphians have died of COVID than gunshots this year. I understand math is hard, but do better. So we have this going on at the same time in Philadelphia, as we just found out that uh, Congressman Henry Quayer was carjacked at gunpoint near his D.C. residence last night. Um, it's being investigated by Capitol Police. But um, I, it, it just it boggles the mind that the left continues to ignore. It's very strange because they talk about wanting to solve gun violence at the same time that they won't admit that the gun violence is happening in Democrat-run places. Mm -hmm. I guess so they can keep continuing to point the finger at Republicans, saying it's Republicans' fault that all of these Democrats have guns and gun-free zones. We don't understand why this happened. Um, but I want to play uh, Council Chairman Phil Mendelson in D.C. This is a Democrat uh, back from uh, March saying that there is not a crime crisis in Washington, D.C. Watch. I know this belies the common belief, and when it comes to crime, how people feel is important. But there is not a crime crisis in Washington, D.C. Just as an aside, I feel like this is an appropriate time to share that um, my son's school, uh, a lot of them are going on a trip to D.C., and they were talking about mulling over the idea of using the D.C. metro as public transportation, and I was like, are you, you guys crazy? Out of your mind. Absolutely not. I contacted my friends that work on Capitol Hill and they're just like, it, the D.C. Metro is not safe. And apparently neither is just D.C. as a whole when you have a congressman getting carjacked mm -hmm. at gunpoint. At what point do we say, what is the common denominator with all of these things happening? Oh, they're in Democrat-run cities. Sarah, when we... When we say things like we're a post-Christian nation and we say things like, hey, we're becoming third world, it's because of these kind of situations. This happens in Me Mexico City, right. Africa. This happens. Carjackings in your major, the capital. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're looking right. at the city where, you know, law and order should prevail and, and yet they can't keep it safe. The reason they won't acknowledge it is for the same reason why we can't talk about black on black crime in Chicago. Right. right. The gun violence, illegal guns by, by people who smuggle it with it, strictest gun laws, but you can't mention it because that points to a little thing called accountability. And these liberal-run liberal cities have zero accountability. It's Mayor Adams, and fill in the blanks. You can just keep going on and on and on. They take no accountability. Someone else is to blame. It's deflection, um, and they will just lie about the numbers. And it's sad that this guy lost his life. It really is sad. Uh, but also, he is not allowed. When you're in that, in that river of, of you know, destruction called the left, 
you can't break rank and say something else. So you're just in it. And they, they just start spewing stuff. They don't even know what they're saying. They're blind to it. Because how do you, how do you sleep at night? Remember Beetlejuice? Mm. When she was saying, Chicago's safe. Chicago's fine. And 49, what was it? Children killed that one weekend, you know? And I go, how, how do you stand in front of a microphone and say this, but children are dying in your city? So there's some mental disorder here. Yeah, it is yeah. quite the doublespeak. Yeah. They, they refuse to admit that every single one of these Democrat-run cities is a crime-ridden hellhole. Mm -hmm. Every one of them. They're all riddled with gun violence, which they supposedly abhor but won't do a thing about. And... They always think it's about gun laws when in every one of these cities, yep. Chicago, yep. D.C., New Orleans, they all have the strictest gun control laws in the country. Mm -hmm. New York City, with their, their gun rate is up. It's not the guns. Mm -hmm. You should maybe take a look elsewhere at the family unit. Are there mm -hmm. fathers in the home? Yeah. Uh, or is there mental illness running rampant? Do you have tent cities in your yeah. downtown area? And the answer is yes to all of these places. And they've just let them go to hell. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And I, it's like, I understand and I agree with the sentiment, get the hell out of cities. I agree with that. But that's not the only solution no. because it's just going to keep you need trickling. New leadership. Yes. It's can't just, just going to keep trickling. cities. Mm -hmm. No. And these cities are also capital cities. Right. Look at what's happening in Austin. Yeah. You can't just say, well, give up Austin. No, at some point, I mean, you can't. I mean, well, I've also noticed, you know, I mean, again, like it always, it always trickles outward. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I can say at least where I live, I have, I mean, look, I'm a mom. I'm a suburban mom. I live in suburbia. And I have noticed a lot more homeless people that are on the street panhandling in the suburbs, gotta go somewhere. Yes, than I've ever than I've ever seen before. I mean, it's always going to trickle out of the cities yeah. and coming soon to a suburb near you if we don't address the actual root cause, which of course is not the city but the leadership. Yes, to your point. Hundred um, percent. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more. There's, there's a So um, I, we were just talking about the uh, speaker making this deal to avoid a government shutdown, which just saying is not the worst thing in the world, everyone. And um, I want to play White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, who um, was talking about all of this, the deals being made, the negotiations being done, um, the, you know, talking about how much money we're sending to Ukraine. And she says that this is all just a political stunt. Watch. That Speaker McCarthy made repeatedly on Face the Nation yesterday was that he wants any additional funds for Ukraine tied to uh, congressional action on border security. Is that something that the White House would consider supporting for a vote on Ukraine funding? So, look, I think the American people are fed up. Mm -hmm. They're fed up of the political games, the political stunts that House Republicans are doing on our national security and yes. also our government. What world does this girl live in? When um, our national security and also our government is not a complete thought. Um, but I believe that she meant that our national security was at risk. But, oh, oops, that would mean that she would have to admit that the border has been wide open and Biden has done nothing to solve that crisis. So she says she thinks the average American is fed up 
with Republicans <laughs> for playing political games. Do you think that's true, Pat? I do not. Really? Uh, I do not. Okay. I, I think they're kind of fed up with uh, brain-dead Biden in the White House. Mm. That's who I think we're fed up with. We're tired of the lies. We're tired of his policies. We're tired of seeing 7 million people cross the border under his watch. And then turn around and tell us the border, he's done more for border <laughs> security than anybody else in history. I think that's what we're tired of. Really? Yeah. 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 I think they're tired also of sending billions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. every week to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I disagree with the, the premise, what she said there, that we should tie any Ukraine funding to securing the border. No. No. No more Ukraine funding nope. and then secure the border. Yeah. That's it, period. Right. I'm done. That's it. End of sentence. No more to Ukraine. None. Not a dime, Ketwell. I'd say I'm not, I can't talk to Kevin McCarthy anymore because he's not <laughs> the speaker right now. So I don't even know who to direct my complaints to. Where's the manager? <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.